Welcome to Motorcycle Misfits Recycle Garage at Santa Cruz. <laughs> and I love how you're doing the, the deaf... Uh, I like reference. how he hit all the bullet points. I think those are the only important parts anyways. So. That's American Sign it's Language. It's close enough for me. Right. Yeah, very, Liz is very fluent. I'm going to say that was a fail. That was a definite fail. <laughs> definite fail. You know who can show you how to do it? Bex, take it. Hey there! Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here in the Recycle Re Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Oh yeah! Hey. All right. Nice. That All was right. nice. That, that was velvety That's, too. Yeah, yeah was, <laughs> I, I, we got a velvety theme going on tonight. I, I, I didn't expect that. We got a lot of clutch people here. They just mm-hmm. know how to I do did shit not under, expect under fire. Good job. <laughs> hey there! In the garage tonight, you have me, Liza. You know. When two tribes go to war, one is all you can score. I don't know that one. <laughs> is that like getting laid? I don't know. Uh, what movie is that? Now Hopefully it's going to kill both me. both get scored. Song lyric. <laughs> oh, I don't know that one. Is it from Hamilton? Mm. That's the only thing I can guess from you. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Oh, oh no wonder. Relax. That's some lame-ass do shit it. that nobody hears, man. I love, that's like my favorite song. Don't blaspheme Frankie Goes to Hollywood in here. Frankie Hol- I'll Goes to Hollywood. I'll fist fight you right okay. on the podcast. Yeah, these kids, they don't know. I'm going to get a concussion. <laughs> Next up, we have Knock. Hey, how you guys doing? What movie is that from? Uh, all of them. <laughs> Next to that, we've got Naked Jim. On My Best Behavior. So far, yes. yes. I'll give you that. That's so from the movie so Your Mom's Got a Wooden Leg with a Kickstand. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Next to that, we've got Bagel on the Pretty Girl Couch. I saw the sign, and it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. <laughs> you got it. Right. You know, take it out of context, that song is like the most satanic song ever. <laughs> it's <just> like... <laughs> <laughs> or in the wrong context. In the wrong context, yeah. <laughs> also on the Pretty Girl Couch tonight, returning once again, we have Mark. I'm pretty in pink. <laughs> oh, really? I got a, I got a pink, a good clutch one, pink yes. neoprene miniskirt in my top case. If of course you know. Oh. Yeah, okay. It's and then uh, over by the door, fondling a burrito mm. is Bex. Burrito sounds good. It's actually two tacos, but <laughs> even better, darling. <laughs> Double the pleasure. <laughs> Velvety. All right, so uh, let's talk about what we did today, and there was a lot of people here. Yeah. Um, we had uh, our old friend Patrick, who was used to come here like six, seven years ago. He showed up. That was nice to see an old recycler. Um, cool. A lot of new faces at one point i was taking patrick around because when he used to come around there's like three or four people here yeah. and he's like wow there's a lot of people i'm like i don't know half their names <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. these suckers just show up one day but i but it's cool because again i love it when yeah. i look over and i see like animal helping some person and you know andy helping yeah. and you know oh, you mean dave 
Yeah. yeah they, <laughs> well, like that new dude that showed and, up with the shadow or whatever it is, the rebel, whatever he's got, Louie. Yeah. Yeah, we were like a bunch of us like had to lift it up onto a milk crate because he was doing some shit. And, oh, cool. Yeah. But there were probably anywhere from seven to ten bikes getting worked on at any uh, any one time. Yeah, and Zora was, uh, she helped uh, Mike change the oil on Lucky Charms today. Oh, cool. Oh, she came back? Yeah, yeah. I she thought, she thought, I thought, like, she thought she, we weren't that cool or something. No, no, she had a great time and uh, came back again today to hang out. Uh, we went on a, a ride uh, this morning with the Santa Cruz Scooter Club. Right. Uh, rode back nice. roads all the way down to Watsonville, checked out Hazeldale Road, which is Utter mess. Oh, yeah. I can. Those are beat oh, up roads too. Yeah, back in there, there. Were, there were mudslides, washouts. Just, I mean, it's yeah. Even with with the storms this weekend too, there were trees down and stuff. So she came and yeah. two upped it, or yeah, yeah. We we rode all the way down there and uh, got pie at Gizditch. Nice. nice. Yep, yep. We like it. What kind of pie did you get? All rides should end uh, in pie. B- apple or bear? Uh, yeah, apple uh, raspberry. Yum. Mm-hmm. Did you go apple? For us? <clears throat> So yeah, there was uh yeah, just a lot of stuff going on. That oh, shit ain't paleo. There was um no. <laughs> y'all, there was one um I'm gonna say mishap today. Uh-huh. So on a previous podcast we did state um that you know, you probably shouldn't loan your bike to people. But if you do, if you follow these simple rules. Oh right. That, oh, it's even worse than I thought. Well, um No. Electric Terry was here, and um, I realized a lot of these people have never ridden an electric bike. E.T. And Terry had happened, while he was working on his bike, he had all the cases stripped off of it. So it was closest to its basic form, Mm -hmm. because he usually has dog kennels and... (laughs) (laughs) Top cases. Now that he's figured out how to get the extra dog kennel on and a passenger <laughs> and he moved everything back to, so he and the passenger can both wear backpacks yep. and now he's put on <laughs> hard bags he moved them to the spot so we can also have another set of hard bags yes. he's, he's gonna have to like machine steel he's making axles an SUV. for that thing oh, no, it, it, I know it's, it's, it's built like scaffolding yeah, it looks yeah, like scaff- it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing yeah. it is amazing so um, he had the bike stripped down and I've just kind of spotted somebody nearby who I think has become a better rider and has earned an opportunity. Um, Are we naming names? Oh, I will. (laughs) But but he still has not ridden a lot of bikes. And I said, hey, Jeremy, would you like to try an electric bike? Well, here we go. Oh, okay. R6 Jeremy? I saw him heading Yeah, R6 Jeremy. Mm -hmm. Jeremy, he went from a scooter up to an R6, so, and he hasn't (laughs) killed anyone so i'm thinking all right he's got respect for speed and he did actually ride that r6 through the mud that one day we went to that field by the by the building and wrote everybody rode their bikes through the mud he rode his r6 through there that's right so i thought you know he deserves an opportunity i like people to experience it so i said all right jeremy we'll let you ride it we said all right rear brake doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) doesn't work that's the first thing god um i said and terry Uh. terry's like Everything's on the right hand. You got go and you got stop. That's all that matters. Go and mm-hmm. stop. That's all it does. And I said, all right, just go down to the end of the street to the rotary and back. Because mm-hmm. we said, you know, if you're letting someone ride, tell them with the route. Have the right. predestined route. So he takes off. So down to the rotary and back. That's like literally three blocks away. Two minutes. F- yeah, five minutes tops. Yeah. So 10 minutes passes. Oh, no. He hasn't come back. Now, Terry and I start going, oh, no. Do I you bet have you, a, his, your he number? He could barely touch the ground. Oh. But he wasn't Yikes. supposed to stop. Um, so we're thinking, oh, maybe Sometimes he fell over. And if to. he tried to pick it up, he may not be able to pick it up. <clears throat> and then Terry's like, oh, shit. I, won't, I wonder if he knew to turn the key off. Because if you go to pick up that bike, 
you turn that throttle at all, it's going to take off oh. on its side. So now we're both going, oh, Oh, there's, there's no tilt sensor that Yeah, and just right. rip, right? Uh, right. So now we're both torque. imagining horrible things. So I hop on the scooter and I take off to go rescue Jeremy, who I assume <laughs> is doing donuts in the rotary. <laughs> Getting slung around by one hand. I like how hand. this is like a once a year occurrence that you have to get on your scoot and, to and see what was, the fuck's going on. When I come around the, the soccer field, there was traffic was backed up and uh -oh. I'm just like imagining. Oh, man. And I get down the there, wreck. and I'm just, you know, bypassing traffic, using bike lane, parking lots, whatever, sidewalk. And I get to the rotary, no Jeremy. Hmm. Hmm. It's just backed up because there's a ton of people in Santa Cruz today. Yeah, and they don't know how to use turn turnabouts. Or what do you call so those? So I'm like, maybe, roundabouts. maybe roundabouts, he, excuse me. Maybe he misunderstood and went to the second rotary at the next block. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that rotary. That's even worse. <laughs> yeah. So right. I went down there, no Jeremy. Hmm. Now I'm like, what the, what? So then I come back, and here's Jeremy. He's up at the top of the street talking to Terry. He's back. Mm -hmm. And he pulls in. He's like, yeah, that was really cool. And I said, what part of go to the rotary did you not understand? <laughs> he's like, huh, what? Mm. I was just, I took it for a ride. And I was like, dude, <laughs> oh, dude, there's a reason. We tell you, go here for the, like when somebody else is trusting you with their bike mm -hmm. you pay attention to what they're saying yeah did you punch I, him in so the dick I, ch I chewed him out a bit you didn't punch him in the dick though i i chewed him out so um yeah it just goes back to if somebody gives you a predestined route yeah just stick <clears> to it. it yeah just yeah. pay attention or at least get their phone number so that way you could call them or they can call you or whatever anyway um and then i did yell at a crying girl today too and the, the, I, the thing I missed is, is, that? Oh, man. Well, Liza knew that she was crying before she went to yell at her, because I said, Liza, take it easy on her. She just <laughs> she just refilled her, her fork tubes with oil, but didn't put the screw back in the bottom. Oh. So it immediately just poured all out all over the who, floor. Who was this person? <laughs> so I said, I said it may not be the best time to go yell at her, because, well, oh, the oil spilled over the barrel is what it was. Oh. And Liza said, yeah, I know she's crying. I'm going to go yell at her. Oh. <laughs> So I came in and yelled, why are you crying? <laughs> There's no crying in motorcycles. <laughs> She's like, because I really messed up and I spilled the oil. I'm like, well, I don't care. Just clean that. <laughs> so is, is this the and then oil I said, There's here? No, There's no crying in motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> you said that? I did. Well, you know, and then I walk out and Kat's like, you need to be a little more sensitive. She's really like, fuck upset. you. Like, I, <laughs> I told her not to cry anymore. <laughs> But you that, don't but cry, just clean as, it up. That's about as sensitive as Liza gets. <laughs> but I will say is is you can't enable people here, and and she got plenty of uh, empathy and sympathy and all that. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Liza knows has that balance of when to not enable someone. It's right. like, all right, you, you spilled oil. Fuck, relax. Put Did the bolt back. She, yeah. No crying over spilled oil. Did she get it sorted out though? I mean, yeah. You know, see this nice big oil. Spot? That's that's what well, it is, right? That's fresh. and I was yelling because somebody had used up all the kitty litter and there was none oh. and then somebody else was dumping their oil into the barrel and missed the barrel and there's a giant pool of <laughs> oil on the ground oh geez. god and then i asked somebody else to go get kitty litter and they totally forgot and oh, basically god. there were oil spills and nobody was addressing it and so that's mm. why i had to yell at people 
Really? Yeah. But yeah. Where's and your... I had somebody go by. I had Angela go by. Who was your kitty sergeant? litter? And I it's went like, and put kitty litter. Like who was your uh, Who was your lieutenant for the yard today? Was it just you running around telling uh, people well, what to do or what? I was in a mood for yelling, so it worked uh, out. Yeah, it was. All, it was, <laughs> was good for say, everybody. Yeah. Good for everybody involved. But yeah. she did get both her. Uh, did the oil in both her forks? Um, yeah. Got Ooh. it all back, and she went what kind from of bike not. Was it? Uh, a Ninja 250. Oh, right. Yeah. And she went from not knowing jack shit about forks to going through the whole process. And making, crying. Ma- and you need, dude, need when to you cry, cry about it. <laughs> you know your forks after that. Yeah. But got them all it's put back together. Like a baptism by fire. Right. You know. and is it, is that motorcycles. to Micah's friend or something, that, uh, when that Ninja 250? Uh, yeah, Tess. Yeah. Tess, yeah, yeah, okay. And oh, you made her cry? Oh, my God. No, she was <laughs> crying first. Uh, oh, okay, I yeah. just And you yelled at her for crying. I yelled at her for crying. <laughs> 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 but but you know but it just goes to show when you persevere through that at the end of the day yeah. when you get to ride away you know on something that you did all by mm-hmm. yourself you know she you know but you got to have that suffering unfortunately yeah, yeah. you know to have the victory <laughs> whatever it does make the victory Fucking sweeter i suppose yeah. <laughs> there's no change without conflict or something like that right it's very zen knock and velvety i read it in the bathroom stall <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so things happen. But another big thing, um, the Ninja 500 is gone. Oh, really? Which one? Oh, the, the red one. The black Josiah. and red. Josiah. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. fucking rode the shit that out of That bike that was basically a basket case. That Emma that. said, you know what? I will stick with it. We will figure it out. And yeah. she did. And he did. And it left today. And it sounded tough. Yeah. Sounded Which like is good because bike. an SR500 came in. <laughs> really? And I like I like those bikes. You hate them, but I like them. And another poor kid. A new one? A um, new SR500? The one that... Uh, yeah, another one. Nice. Yeah. Whenever someone brings in a non-running Kickstarter-only bike, yeah. and now I'm like... Ugh. But, um, and then there oh, was another unfortunate kid. He's a young kid. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, I can't remember his name right now, but it's Aristide. Aristide. Oh, yeah. He had that Aristide. old... Uh, Aristide, young kid. He bought a 1964 Yamaha. I want to say it's like a 102 stroke little wow. scrambler. Really cool. I miss that. Paid $1,000 for it. It's a cool vintage bike. Yeah, and it wasn't running, running right. Hmm. So we brought it in for help, and Emma <clears throat> helped him figure out it needs an engine rebuild. Oh, badly. So like. just a reminder, when you buy a bike on Craigslist and they say all it needs is a tune-up, hmm. um, there's apparently some... Is that with finger Some quotes? Some seals <laughs> inside the engine that oh, it's God. blowing seal. gas out instead of sucking gas oh, in. Oh, yeah, because it's a two-stroke. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be your, your crankshaft seals. I bet those are easy to find on a, what, and 64 the Yamaha? And <laughs> works every other time. Every other time it just... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she's like, well, here's oh. what you need. You're going to have to pull the engine out, but... Let's first go look on the computer, see if the parts are available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. They, she said, there's plenty of parts in Holland. Yeah. Oh, nice. really? It's one of those bikes, huh? Very cool. You can't. So, cool. um, at least there's parts. That's good. Yeah. I know. I think we but now have. Like, and two strokes are fairly easy to rebuild, especially easy. small ones like a hundreds. So. Yeah, but we've still got Andy's engine in the engine room, so it's like yeah. we're getting well, stacked up with engines right now. Feel bad for the kid who scored a I, I cool thousand dollar bike that he has to you know split apart and yeah. two strokes yeah. otherwise. It's just yeah, like bummer, man. Steep price for a bike that needs an engine. Yeah. Um, but something else really cool happened uh, this week. We could start with yesterday. Um, Jim, Emma, and I, and the giggle triplets. The ladies. <laughs> the ladies. It was the ladies, ladies day. Cat, uh, Micah, and Jake. Um, we they are up, the giggle triplets. <laughs> <laughs> and we 
on the Handsome Asians Motorcycle Show. Nice. Big shout out to, to those guys. They were I awesome. I don't. They, I don't know that they were prepared for the hurricane of misfits that came in. They were absolutely prepared. They had donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that? They had donuts and a bathroom nearby. And <laughs> they had their say, they had, around crapping on the floor like a they dog. had clean coffee cups upside down <laughs> in the bathroom on the window ledge. Like, yeah, it was nice. They had and, their shit together. Yeah. And Jim uh, whipped out the Merkin in the middle of the interview. We did a little Merkin action. And then at some point, I forget what Jim did. He pissed me off, so I chased him off set to dick punch him. I was trying. To, <laughs> no, you did dick punch me. <laughs> I was trying to make my, myself more comfortable, we'll say. And Liza took exception. So I, I, I ran from Liza and she cornered me. Sometimes you just, you got to know when to let your freak flag, freak, freak flag fly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really fun day and a big shout out to uh, to those guys because they were super generous um, real welcoming and it was really fun to go to someone else's studio yeah right and what was weird was um, it was video we're so used to like acting like idiots off blah 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 but there you're like they're actually videoing you so it was pretty trippy hmm. like, yeah because I've seen screenshots and footage of their studio and it looks kind of like a garage but it's like the lighting's really nice or something like that and, and they've got it all kind of squared away for well, recording I'm looking forward to see the final thing they had um, <clears throat> three cameras set up oh, nice. and the cleavage triplets not the same three Oh, the cleavage triplets were Emma, Cat, and Micah. Oh, how did I miss that um, group? I don't. They. I don't think they were prepared oh, for the here, overhead wait. camera. Oh, my. I'll show you a picture. It was like a, it was like a drone <laughs> shot of her, or their titties or something. Basically, they were rocking. The, That's fantastic. Rocking the vidge. Okay. Yeah. As they, in cleavage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, had a lot of fun. So as soon as that comes out, out, we will post that. Um, but they. We also did a little hmm. special. Um, the, how do I say? The um, Handsome Asians, they do light, higher production, and they also do some other film sequences, we'll call it. So mm -hmm. there was a, yeah, a, a movie scene that was re replicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I, was, I'm yeah. bummed out because I had to dog sit, but, you know. Um, and also, uh, Jim did something really cool. But before we get to that, I wanted to bring something up. On last week's podcast, I pointed out that we had Bagel's niece here, who was only 13 years old. Yes. And I mentioned how <clears throat> I was suddenly aware of the content of our conversations. <laughs> really? It's a little salty When you're a 13-year-old. Yeah. Well, she she acts older than thirteen, so it's easy to lose track that you know <laughs> she is quite precocious. Yes. However, I didn't say that. I just well, I, I mean in a not not that way, but yeah. I mean in a just mentally. She seems older than she yeah. Is, yeah. She's yeah. very smart, very mature. Yeah. So. So I I am we're concerned though that we may <clears throat> affect young people. And yeah, I, in fact, oh man, have evidence. Good one. Yes. I have evidence uh, of this. So some of you may recall Riley Biddle, friend yeah. of the show. Yeah, that guy. With the diddle? He was young, young kid who was working on his own yeah, project. Yeah, with his pops, bike. right? I think he was about 13 also. Yeah. One of our early listeners. Yep. And, um, well, he's a little bit older now, but still it shocks me to think that somehow... We had something to do with 
who he's become as a young man. Is he like 16 now or something? 17? Because he sent us oh. a link. Oh my God. <laughs> for a giant four foot tall dildo. <laughs> okay. Suggesting that we may be interested in this $575 dildo. Wow, that's I would a lot like of silicone. To point out. $575 for the Caucasian, 593 for the black. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to yeah, go black. That's a lot, of, got a lot of You got more silicone in there. That's what's up. How much so, does that weigh? Like 45 pounds? Pretty much. Now, yeah. Easily is this concuss not, somebody with that. Isn't this evidence I go of how we have corrupted a youth? Yeah, that's pretty corrupted. Yeah. Maybe. I think I think it's just an artistic it, way of mounting your bike instead of like a, a, a bike lift. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, I am so sorry. <laughs> but hey, it could be just a coincidence that, you know, maybe that's why he gravitated to hey, us. Hey, look. I don't know. 18 by 18 Joe Biden pillowcase. Eight ninety nine. Uh, Joe oh. Biden? Joe Biden. Or Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe yeah, that's you... why he was trying to encourage. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's also recommended with his item. <laughs> that's what <laughs> kills me. <laughs> a Joe Biden <laughs> pillowcase. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's, funny. that's great. Totally <laughs> worth it. Often bought together. Often bought together. There's <laughs> <laughs> like 50 gallons of KY. <laughs> At least it wasn't your motorcycle like tire pillowcase. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. It's the only condom that'll fit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> like a tarp. You can just throw a tarp over here. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, you got bigger problems than a condom if that's Jesus. what you're uh, We're fucking people up right now. Yeah, They're like 13-year-olds, get... or we're fucking them up right now. <laughs> Sorry. getting off the rails. <laughs> so, so, can we the, talk about some about motorcycles? The California <laughs> weather report. <laughs> we are experiencing it all. Big oh, yeah. storms again, though. Not as yep. much rainfall as before, but this time, a lot of Oakland, my old neighborhood in Oakland, uh, houses are falling down. Yeah, roads are falling it's down. And, and the mudslides are right up on the back of houses and they may have Jeez. to be demolished. That's my old neighborhood. And is the this, Raiders are going to Las Vegas. <laughs> is it true that the governor says that drought is over? Is this what's happening? Well, up here it is. It up here? Yeah. Okay. But it seems like pre- there was quite inclement like that, weather and yes. some of us experienced snowstorms. Really? Yeah. One, in fact, was Jim. Wow. <laughs> so, Jim, you experienced a snowstorm coming back from an amazing trip. You want to share it? That was a good segue. Was, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was a good. I'm like, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we did have a little a little blizzard. It was funny. So, yeah, me and the boy took a trip. We uh, took the dirt bike, so the DR350 and a uh, 99 DR350, and then a, a 2002 D, a TTR225. Uh, loaded them in a van and drove. You need to call that. Uh- 2002 free TR. It was the free TR. Oh, shout out to Clay. Shout out to Clay. That's a great name for it. It is. Yeah. So that's the the loaner bike. And um, (laughs) so, yeah, we took about to uh, outside of Reno, Nevada, uh, about an hour and uh, out on some BLM land. And there's so many great things about that. Um, So, yeah, we left Santa Cruz. Took us maybe, I don't know, four or five hours to get there. Maybe five. It wasn't terribly long. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, not a beautiful drive and it was, you know, it was like nice weather, everything. So we get over and, um, we ended up going out to some BLM land, uh, which I was really appreciative of. It was like, you know, we, so many things can be frustrating about the government, this, that, and the other thing, but you, to be able to drive out, you know, and you're out, this is like the high desert. Um, if you can imagine that and you go, you know, to a nice road, to a less nice road, to a shittier road, to a dirt road. And then there's a big sign, you know, U.S. Government Bureau of Land Management, 
And basically, the it just says, it's your land, go have a good time. And you go out onto just tens of thousands of acres of open government land. And I know there's a lot of people probably that listen that have access to that. And they're like, yeah, whatever. I ran out my backyard, <laughs> yeah. my back door, and it's like that. <laughs> yeah, but our backyard yeah. is the ocean. Ours is the ocean. Can't ride on that so well. No, no. but if we had a boat. Yes, this <laughs> is true. And two-stroke. And um, <laughs> but uh, but but for us to be able to go somewhere where like you almost see nobody, and you can literally see for probably thirty or forty miles. You know, I don't know. That's, I mean, we were seeing snow-capped rad. mountains in the distance. Um, clean air. Yeah, wicked clean. Was it was it cold there? Um, it was a little cold at night. It got down into I don't know. Low 40s, high 30s, something like that. But you know, but we were prepared because I froze my ass off the last time I we went to the desert. So I learned the my, desert gets cold. What, dude? Yeah. I tell you, your go-to is buy some of those hand warmers just yeah. in oh, case yeah. you fuck up on the bedding, like you forgot something. Just in case. Yeah. Dude, that hand warmer will buy you a lot of comfort. Yes, definitely. But um, uh, but yeah. So we just kind of drove out as kind of to a spot. We're like, oh, this looks good. Found an existing fire ring, and um. And, you know, first, when you look at this high desert stuff, there's some rock outcroppings in the distance. And other than that, though, it looks kind of like just desert. But I tell you, once you start exploring the, the nooks and crannies, there's really a lot of great riding um, when you go to some of these desert locations. Yeah. Um, and this was like that. You know, this place, a lot of people take uh, those, what are they, the rock crawler Jeeps. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the articulated wheels. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's actually mm-hmm. a place called... Um, four-wheeling. They go four-wheeling Exactly. There. You yeah. can Google it. it. It's called Moon Rocks mm-hmm. um, outside of Reno. How many wheels do they have now? Four. Four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it has a lot of these funky out, you know, rock outcroppings and stuff. But uh, anyway, we had, a, we had a great time. We rode for three days straight. Um, the bike's put up, you know, just, just handled it great. Uh, no issues at all. I got kind of tired the afternoon of the second day and I dropped it three times. <laughs> just, well, it was, it was sections of just l- super long downhills and mm-hmm. really loose sand. Oh yeah. Oh, so like you like had Pakistan, all kinds of like different riding. <laughs> it was terrain, like Pakistan, right? literally. <laughs> it was like different kinds of riding terrain, right? Super varied. Everything yeah. from wide open across a desert, um, which like hard kind of gets boring. Yeah. So, but we found some sweet, like, like you go up these big long hill climb to some single track that'll wrap around this kind of hilltop mountainside. Brad. And you're looking down on a valley below you in some sections where you're probably 1,500 feet above the floor. That's and, cool, uh, dude. It was wicked cool. And I think one of the one of the really cool things, other than just you know a lot of hill climbs, a lot of varied climbing. Um, is we were hauling ass down this dirt road and uh, just kind of open it up and we see something kind of coming over the horizon and what comes pumping up right over top of us about like 50 feet above us was one of those big ass chinook helicopters oh shit like with the twin <laughs> rotors wow we were like holy shit Jan up in an artillery range or something i don't know where the fuck we were but Wait, like was jan michael vincent in one of them oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're talking about air hawk <laughs> you know that that's nobody i'm impressed air wolf Airwolf, yeah. fuck! Yeah. Airhawk's a goddamn seat. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, motorcycles on the brain. Yeah, give it a motorcycle. Give it a motorcycle. So, uh, but that was just wicked. I don't know. It was just it was just such a cool piece of machinery, and to be that close, so I'm all like, woo, yelling and thumbs up, like, hey, we're on the same team, right? And um, <laughs> That's a good right? we're like, hey, we're on your team, and. Um, 
So anyway, we like me and me and Shay rip a U-turn and we start following it back just because you know why not whatever. Just follow these guys. <laughs> well, and I was also because it, it was back to the campsite and I'm yeah. like I could use some water and a banana. Yeah, a, a night yeah. banana, right, Liza? Liza. <laughs> <laughs> I was calling them night bananas too. Is that the banana you leave on the no, nightstand? No, no. Just in case. It's an inside joke oh. from New Orleans. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So I'm like, I go for a night banana. So we start following it back. And anyway, long story short, we park. And then the helicopter disappears. A couple of minutes later, it came back, same thing, like right above us and circled us. It's this big, huge fucking yeah. thing, right? Airframe. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they like went over. It's like they were showing off or something to this gnarly hilltop because it, it, it looks like without ever being there it looks like afghanistan or pakistan might yeah very hilly very rocky very little vegetation mm-hmm. red dawn is all i can think it was like that dude <laughs> and then they back they did that thing where they back the chinook up to the, the hilltop and land the back half of it on the sh- the, the hilltop where yeah. the front half's hanging off so it was like this the whole little show went were on were they backing wow. that ass up is that what they were doing? backing Literally. that ass up <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so that was just one one little highlight. But uh, it's funny when you do adventures like that because shit pops up. You just don't. There's always unexpected stuff that yeah. that's worth it. You know, or like going for the hill climb where you're both sitting there like, oh shit, looks. Can we do it? Yeah, we'll do it. Right. And Seamus, he was good about charging, so he rips up this one because we did a lot of hill climbs and he got about two thirds of the way up. And that did a little jog around a tree, but it was crazy soft, and we didn't know that. Yeah. And he just got to a point where whoa, and the back tire just buried, Ooh, stalled, yeah. fell over. Oh. So, yeah, I got my workout that morning. But yeah. it was fun because he went for it. He tried it. We got up there. We had to wrestle the bike around. And uh, and eventually the obvious choice was go back down because we're like, hey, because yeah. you want to go to the top. It's like, fuck it. Let's just and he, you know, he he did it. So. Your your bike looks pretty clean for doing that crazy ass ride, man. Did oh. you see me scrubbing it earlier? No, I wasn't. No. Was <laughs> yeah. Did you check your air filter? So it kind of falls into like what I did today. So um, that that was a TTR I got from Clay. I'd never really gone through it, and yeah. that was a loaner bike he had. So if you look at it, it's it's seen somewhere in tear. Sure. And I'd never gone through it, so I'm like, all right, this is a good time to a clean the crap out of it, mm-hmm. um, and then b inspect everything and i was doing a clutch cable too so took all the plastics off hadn't done that you know saw like one of the gas tank bolts was missing good Mm. to know yeah Yeah. it happens yeah so we pulled the seat off pulled the tank all the plastics you know did the clutch take cable and uh yeah so so actually really went through the bike um matched up all the like bolts so everything's now just a phillips head screw instead of (laughs) a screw an allen wrench fucking bolt head yeah it's like 10 millimeter super convenient yeah so and it, and it did it, it was cool to go through the whole thing and really understand all right everything's solid on the bike you know um, but it, it it ran like a top so yeah we we scrubbed it and then uh, Jake actually motivated me because she scrubbed down the dr three uh, three fifty <laughs> yeah yeah so but anyway it was a fun weekend and uh, yeah if you have a chance to get out and I'm a bit jealous and I know you're saying hey we should be doing more of this and we are going to do the um, <clears throat> what are we doing the sheet, sheet iron, iron. three hundred mm. ah, next month. Um, I know, right? I'm still going to buy but, my gear and shit. You know, Jim, I've been looking more into, I think it'd be really cool to take one of these like ADV <clears throat> classes, you know? Because you and I have never really taken any like dirt or anything. We just got taught by friends. Right. But there is somebody in the room who's recently experienced this who can share with us. Bosley? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mark. He, he is an ADV dog. You recently took a class. Yes, I did. I, uh, I had uh, two and a half days down at... Uh, Rawhide Adventures in Castaic, and it was amazing. So, was, w- so let's start with what you're riding, and and then let's talk about what the class covers. All right, um, I'm riding a 2007 uh, Dakar BMW, mm-hmm. and uh, 
had never ridden it on dirt. I'd taken a couple of track days on it with uh, Z2 track days based upon you guys' recommendations. Sweet. Uh, cool. Trying to do a lot of education to not uh, develop any bad habits, and I figured dirt would be the next step. So what kind of stuff are they covering in this? What kind of terrain and, and technique? Uh, well, they start with how to pick up your bike, because you're going to drop ah, your bike right. many, many times. That's very mm-hmm. cool. And the uh, the bigger bikes, a lot of 1200s are down there really heavy in the dirt. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things they start. And then soup to nuts, how to ride it, turn it, stop it, yeah. up downhills, everything. Do they Slide te- it. Yeah. Do they teach you how to pick the bike up with the throttle thing, where you like lean it and you, you just... Tilt it up a bit and you goose and it just blip the throttle. Yeah, uh, I think that's hmm. in the uh, the next level. Class. Okay, okay, <laughs> cool. It, it was fun. Oh, I, was, I didn't realize there were multi levels. That's pretty cool. Uh, they, I think they actually have like three levels of classes. Oh, right. I was following you on Instagram and uh, watching the pictures you're posting. It looked awesome. Yeah, I mean, we had a uh, I think 28 students and they divided into two teams over two and a half days. Cool. And, uh, Ten hours of riding and then uh, the end of the day is finished with like a free ride a single track. Which is something I had never considered at all. What was amazing? They had like a single track track there, or like a simulated track, or just, just up like, in the hills, just oh, a single cool. track, like like you'd ride on a mountain bike. Fucking hell yeah, dude! Yeah. So, what kind of bikes were? I assume a lot of people now have the big ADV bikes, but were there anyone um, on smaller bikes like our our three fifties? Uh, mine was the smallest bike. Okay. Right. Oh wow. Yeah, there was a uh, an F eight hundred, the mostly twelve hundreds. There was uh, a couple of Tigers. Did everybody have boxes on and like all their travel gear set up? Um, most uh, most people had travel stuff on it. Um, some of them took it off for the course, not to bang it up because you're going to drop it, guaranteed. Yeah. Right. right. So yeah. this is mostly uh, geared towards enduro slash big bike things. Is not so much a dirt bike camp, right? Or right, yeah. Okay, yeah. So what kind of technique is different from what you know? What what changed? Uh, how you ride um, well the turning is the complete opposite so instead of leaning into the inside of the turn and leaning off the bike you kind of step oh, up and so stand up over on so the so you've never done dirt biking period nothing wow. oh, okay. oh this is great okay. this is good okay. shit yeah. oh, now, cool. I, was, I was tight knuckled driving on the driveway in because it was all gravel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool what a great experience then just like full on immersion yeah yeah wow. It's kind of like going with Liza, except she just makes you go like through the obstacle course as soon as you can operate the clutch properly or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, th- these guys are very, very sympathetic. Most of the instructors are people who have gone through the course, um, and then they decide that they have to teach other people, and so it's cool. very, very uh, encouraging and uh, supportive. So they're teaching you how to ride standing up. Yeah. Oh, almost weight, entirely. How to weight yeah. the pegs. Uh-huh. Um, how to like uh, adjust your weight to go over like logs and stuff. Uh, probably level two. Logs would be uh, level two, probably. Okay. Did I see you do the teeter-totter? Uh, there is a teeter-totter, but they use that for training for the BMW um, team event, the oh, okay. international mm-hmm. team event. That's so that was that was not a student activity. That would have been an instructor activity. Gotcha. I, I thought it was like how to pick up your bike activity. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So did you get into any sticky situations? Uh, did you did you crash, tra- a stash, anything? Um, I, I had a, a pretty epic crash on my uh, my last day. All the, right, what'd um, you do? Oh, how many days is this? Uh, well, it's two and a half days. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so in the last day, and believe me, I crashed every day. I made I made sure that the quota was up on crashes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would see a cone and just crash it right there. <laughs> <laughs> just get it out of the way, man. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but like on, this, on the last day, we, um, on one of our free rides, I was coming around a corner, came a little, I was going super slow. Ended up on this uh, kind of this this ridge that they use for like just riding on something as narrow as your tire, pretty much. And I just 
biffed it off the six foot drop on the other side, flipped the bike over, rolled down the hill, oh. and then popped up and said, "Woo, here I am." <laughs> yeah, but nice. how was the bike? Oh, the bike was fine. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking at some pictures here where they've got like the caution tape up and yeah, that was actually they've got this uh, this uh, ribbons course where you ride between it and you follow it. It's basically as wide as your bike, and you've got to keep it between the. Cool. The wow. caution tape and then circles and really tight, tight turns. So where did you stay? Cool. There's an actual camp out area there or was there like a hotel nearby? Or uh, no, they had all uh, accommodations oh, on cool. site. BMW, yeah. cool. son. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's cool. So are you much more competent now? Oh, yeah, much, it? much more. Yeah. Now, you did this class because why? Because I have a harebrained idea to ride... All around America, starting with the Route 66 from LA to Chicago, and then dropping down to North Carolina. Approved. Nice. And then taking North Carolina to Oregon on the Trans America Trail, which is nice. Oh, I want to do that. Make sure you hit the Chirahala and uh, Tail the Dragon. I'm Dude, you're still living you're the dream, bro. And sticking some stickers. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, was it scratcher tickets or lotto that you won? Uh, <laughs> recent divorce. Oh. That's that's. Oh, okay. So I need a little so time for myself. Like winning the lottery. Don't take this the wrong way, but congratulations on your divorce. <laughs> the other kind of midlife yeah, crisis here. Exactly, exactly. I'm sorry and congratulations. Yeah. I'll yeah. just say yeah, enjoy the rebirth. I'll yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. And uh, what kind of uh, what kind of Porsche did you buy? Uh, no Porsche. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh. Nope. It's just time to myself. I need to get away. Good for you, man. Good for you. So how long are you taking for this? Until uh, it's done. And <laughs> wow. I mean, it's probably going to be about two months. Cool. I think there was another visitor to the garage who came from Canada, I think, yeah. who yeah, had, had a recently, yeah, That's fr- right. recently divorced, and he was just going to uh, Argentina. Yeah, he was South like America. That. South America. Yeah, that's nice. what he was going for. Yeah, awesome. that, that was a minute ago, but um, similar. And he Very was on similar. his adventures as well. Good, good. Going through some training with Liza, actually, out here in the Santa Cruz Mountains. He got some uh, turning instructions. All right. Uh, his results. <laughs> cool. I hope I served him well. Um, so how long did it take you to come up with this plan? Uh, well, I, uh, I was on a riding back from Portland visiting my parents in the middle of eastern Oregon on this dirt road and these guys go ripping by me on these dirt bikes and I was and like you're going, ah, ah, yeah, exactly. dirt, ah. very much very much like that I think that was my voice exactly um, overloaded bike street tires and uh, I stopped and was talking to these guys and they're like no we've, we're on like day 22 of the Trans America Trail wow oh, that's, I'm really jealous of that that's, that's on one of the few things on my bucket list yeah. Yeah. that's really cool so then you went home and got your divorce uh, no, that was that was that was in the process. No, this is, uh, you know, and I don't, I don't want, you know, it's not bitter. She's a great, great person. Great, no, that's a wonderful good. person. So, cool. And so, you, so when I'm are a, you starting? Uh, my intention is to start the first week of May and riding down to LA and then starting. Oh trip. yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, cool. Um, so, how many miles this is going to be? Oh God, I don't know. Probably over ten thousand because I'm going to take some side trips up to trying to hit every national park as I can and. Right on. Anything That's I take awesome. a picture of, I'm going to try and because I'm a Very commercial cool. photographer, so I'm going to try and take. Are you, you going to throw an iron butt in there? I don't Ooh. think so. Oh. 
I nope. don't think so. It's hard to shoot and do writing at the exact same time. Actually, so, yeah. it's not. Um, it's something <laughs> that, that I do frequently. You get a little point and shoot, especially uh, a waterproof one, like a Canon D20, I think is the one that I have. With a little strap that fits around your strap. wrist so you don't no, no, drop it while that, you're riding. A strap that hangs around your neck, yeah, so it you just go. hangs down. You pick it up with your left hand, and it's a point and shoot. You just squeeze and put, squeeze and take pictures as you go along. It is a wonderful way to just capture the moment as you're riding. And the catheter? At 100 miles an hour. Um, Well, if you want to do the catheter, you can do that, but that's up to you. Um, But, you know. I just marinate. I'm just saying, there there are options. Maybe not totally legal, so don't do it if there's a cop driving by. (laughs) (laughs) That's a rad trip. (laughs) So how many sets of tires are you prepared to go through? Because you're going to be a mostly uh, tarmac for the first half right well the first half a lot of those sections are pretty rough and pretty beat up so it'd be like driving around san francisco yeah. <laughs> um and so i'm, I'm going to try and do some dirt sidetrack on that to get a little more uh training cool. before the the real heavy stuff on the yeah on the you planning to planning on getting some actual like dirt bike action before you go just to keep it fresh you know or uh, i mean if timing timing is the oh, main okay. thing yeah yeah but um just trying. I mean, there's going to be plenty of opportunity to hit forest roads all along the way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Have you thought about what, t- like, what tires you're going to run? Uh, right now, I'm running the uh, K60 Scouts. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, it sounds like an amazing adventure, and he also, in preparation for this trip, he went to meet one of the gurus of badass dirt riding. Rob Talbot. I was gonna say Rob Talbot. Rob <laughs> Talbot. <laughs> he's hard. That dude's legit. The guy rides. Very cool. Oh, he's a, yes. He's a Did you see the picture when no. you were down there? It's black and white of him. Was Pikes it Pikes Peak, Peak when it was dirt? Oh wow! But it was snowy. Yeah. And they're these all these dudes in black and white are it was like I don't know in their With late sixties, early three quarter helmets oh and goggles and like garden gloves we're and men, they're men. just yeah. yeah. And there was no road. It was all snow. It was just snow and, and they trees were just on the outside in a cloud of just dirt. Just and I want to say Rob wow. was like third. He was like yeah, he, he was, was in the, the, in the right in the path. front. It was nice. wicked. So yeah, Rob's cool. So I thought were, he was just a rich guy with a lot of bikes, but oh he's no, actually he's he's legit. Too. Legit. Yeah. But no, he's legit. Um. So cool. you stopped by the Moto Talbot Museum. Uh. Yeah. I, I stopped by just because uh, you guys had interviewed him and recommended it. Yeah. So of course I have to follow everything you guys say too, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is why I'm also rocking a Corbin seat. So yeah. Smart move. But yeah, and so which I, is why he's also going to go on Amazon and spend five hundred and seventy-five dollars later today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not five hundred ninety or whatever it is. <laughs> I do love Joe Biden. <laughs> nice. So yeah. So was Rob there? Did yeah, Rob was. Rob was there, and uh, funny Bob. enough, he um, he actually follows me on Instagram too. So oh, wow. he comes running out, and he gave right. me a little private tour of all his favorite bikes <gasps> in the museum, which is oh. pretty awesome. Cool. That's awesome. And uh, but then the next day, uh, they had uh, flat track day or dirt track day. So yeah. a bunch of people brought in. Uh, flat track and dirt trackers and parked them in, in front of the museum and is that what that because i saw that i'm like wait how the hell do we not hear there's a flat track race so they were just he was inviting people with flat track bikes yeah uh-huh. to the museum yeah and cool. so there were probably another 20 bikes out in the ground on the driveway wow nice. so what were some of the highlights of the museum for you <sighs> i mean you can stand right next to wayne rainey's Hey, I mean, just right next to it. And it's yeah, po- and it's pretty awesome. It's, it's possible Wayne Rainey might roll in sometimes, too, because yeah. wow. he lives nearby. Yeah. And Does it, he I live mean, in Carmel or something? So beautiful. Jeez. Yeah. 
and uh, just all the custom work on all the bikes and just the everything is a jewel you just have to drool on every it, single bike it's like an art museum as yeah. much as a motorcycle museum yeah very mm -hmm. much so. like all the italian you know the old italian cafe racer kind of bikes and stuff like that yeah mm -hmm. well because you said you spent like two days there which yeah. i can understand because rob has, has every bike has a story yeah mm. and when we did the podcast with him we kind of had to just cull it down to just a few bikes yeah, right. we're like oh there's yeah. a downstairs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right and i'd wow. really like to see more of the downstairs come upstairs sometimes because you know maybe you can switch around a little bit mm. yeah so all the cool. dirt bikes are down there um yeah, we got to get a, a, another trip down there, Jim. Mm -hmm. And some of y'all in this room need to go down there for a first time. I'm yeah. looking at you, Bex. Looking Bex, at you. I'm right. feeling it. Me too, yeah. man. I need to check that out. That sounds really cool. Yeah, I mean, it is a great ride. I, I want to go, go down to there the tomorrow. Pacific Grove uh, Museum. Oh, yeah, oh. Jameson. Cool. Yeah, yeah, Jameson's. That's a good one, too. Which I had also visited again from your recommendations. <laughs> ah. So it's basically the Santa Cruz tour by you guys. Excellent. Cool. What, what else nice. have you done that we talked about? You did the Z2. The Z2 a couple times and uh, tracked the Dakar, which was always fun. Nice. I'm right? a, I'm starting to be afraid of, like, we kind of know what we're talking about. <laughs> we don't have to know what we're talking about. We have man. enough people around us who do. That's the whole point. Okay, good. You say it was that's like a authority. lot of pressure, man. No, we're just highlighting the resources yeah. we have here. Yeah. Don't forget, uh, don't forget the mystery spot too, <laughs> and the mystery spot. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're closed for uh, what was it? Uh, build, building tax code. evasion. Or yeah, the building code, code violation. Yeah, yeah. April, April Fools. Yeah, they put out nice. a news story that said they were closed for building code violations. Oh, funny. was it an April? Okay, yeah, it's, yeah, it was April Fools. Oh, I did not know that. Totally. I kind of yeah. wanted. To be true and just ah, go. Yeah. Just, so, so for people who don't yeah. know about the mystery spot, there's um, supposedly a phenomena where yeah. you go in and and you actually like sink down into the the Some room and it's yeah. Very, yeah it's it's a building um, built nothing is square it's all yeah slanted, it's called so you bad carpentry things roll up landslides yeah. <laughs> anyway I don't so know it's actually cool. pretty neat to check it out it's cool yeah it's yeah. totally worth seeing so did uh, how was the uh, how were the roads going down to, to Talbot did you take uh, Laurelis Grade or um, I, I just made, roadly rode the main roads down there but okay. then coming out of there um, actually not that weekend but this weekend I actually rode down to Paso Robles and back oh nice, nice. and There's we took down there too. probably every singular single best butler road that you could find cool nice. it you take, was you take uh, um, uh, 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 Carmel Valley Road no <laughs> oh, no we we didn't actually take that but we took um just down by uh, Pinnacles and mm -hmm. down Ooh, Highway there. 25. Uh, oh, nice. So so that's one of my yes. favorite roads Oh, Gloria Road. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. need to know about Gloria Road. And then Indian Valley. Indian Ranch Road. Indian Valley. Gloria Road goes from 101 all the way over to, was it one, uh, to Pinnacles. Yeah. And it's oh, a dirt really? road Highway over 25. the, over yeah, it's the all hill. Pack. Oh, wow. I, maybe, yeah. I think we took that. We might have take that, taken that on the way back. Oh, nice. A dirt road that went over... Uh -huh. The mountain, it's, yeah. it's freaking gorgeous. You yeah. see so oh, many little micro ecosystems of coastal California, mm -hmm. the mountain range. Mm -hmm. And when you get up on that Gloria Road and you look back over the Salinas Valley, yeah. it's it, it, it's one of the most beautiful sights. Wow. What's the one that, that comes out of, that uh, comes like Parkfield, Parkfield Cafe, like you Parkfield go past Grade. there. Oh, up through there. there. Yeah, that was actually a beautiful road too. Yeah. Nice. But, well, that, that sounds like a cool trip. Yeah. So let's go back because we don't know that much about you, Mark. It seems like you know a lot about us. Well, since I've listened <laughs> to probably every single episode, wow. oh, we got one of those. Let's, let's well, just. I, let's got, just, I got a lot of wrenching on I'm my bike. So. Yeah. <laughs> let's just test, see how well you know us. Oh, uh -huh. uh, oh is this boy. a game? Pressure's on. What's my middle name? Dildo. 
That is correct. That is correct. He wins. That is correct. Good answer. Liza Dildo Miller. It's like you have to say it because it's like it's all right. That's actually incorrect. My middle name is Jazz Hands. <laughs> Jazz Hands. Jazz Hands is good. Jazz <laughs> Hands Dildo. Jazz Hands Dildo. Is that a rap name? <laughs> that's, that's, that's the pre, pre-divorce name. So, all right. But I want to go back. How long have you been writing? Uh, well, in my, in my 20s, I inadvisably purchased a sport bike with no license, no insurance. Nice. No training. <laughs> you did it the no real gear. way. Uh, <laughs> the bike shit way. Exactly. Yeah. And, so, and I also kept the bike at my friend's house and my parents yeah. had no. <clears throat> And did you get matching colored leathers? Uh, I didn't even have leathers. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, But fortunately, the weather was really you're rainy. On the, you're on the so Calamari racing team. No, I, I survived. <laughs> and then uh, nice. I got back into it about a year and a half ago. Cool. So what? What? So you had a what sport bike was it? It was uh, was it F- FC six hundred? Oh, so it was a little tame bike. Yeah. Jim shot me a dagger that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I challenged you next time at the go kart track. Let's race. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you then you got out of riding until you got this bike. I did. Yeah. Uh huh. What happened? Uh, you know, you start to spend money on college and all that kind of stuff and i just couldn't get back into it yeah life happened life happened then uh, then i decided to have a second life and so uh, i reinvested in the things i love yeah much better now yeah so you're catching up much like jim yeah so i put almost twenty thousand miles in a year (laughs) why are you picking on me because you got into biking later i did right okay and you're making up for it (laughs) yes that is true (laughs) that's right yeah yeah so twenty thousand miles about this year so Sweet. Lots of trips. Excellent. And have you taken any other trips uh, besides Just up to Portland a couple times. Okay. And then, uh, good, so you've got some good saddle time. Yeah. Good run. Yeah. yeah. So you've got it worked out. Like, do you have ways to, like, stretch on the bike? And do you have a cruise control and uh, all uh, you know, with those things? With those orthopedic Corbin seats, there's not a lot I need yeah. to stretch. I know, I know. Yeah, too bad you couldn't squeeze a visit. You didn't go by Corbin's, did you? No, they, they custom seated that. Oh, so you went there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I, dro- yeah. I drove yeah. in and they, they shaved it to my ass. Yeah, so we nice. had to. to his ass. How many, how many test rides till it really shaped your ass the right way? How about three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's about right. That's about right. See, I just went there, I had to make just a seat, and then I had to massage my ass until my ass fit the seat. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's gross. Nice. Don't ever say that again. That's the other part of the diner. That's the other part. (laughs) Everything happens at Wizards Cafe. Find this part of the. So my advice to you, if you haven't learned this already in your writing, is when doing a major trip, take two of anything that's important. Like I see you're wearing. I see you're wearing glasses. Uh huh. Take two pairs of glasses. Yes. Mm. Um, Definitely have. Well. Okay, so recently I also discovered that locking pliers work as excellent clutch levers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. I saw the a picture. A lot of awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, no, like some bailing wire. That was a nice. That was some good engineering. I needed, I saw I needed that to be photo. safe. I didn't want to yeah. lose it on the road. That's so. actually a pretty epic photo. Mm-hmm. It's like. So you're saying that was safety wire? That was safety wire to keep it on the bike. <laughs> cool. Nice. Um, the tech. things like um, flashlight. Take yes. two. Mm-hmm. Because if one is dead. <clears throat> keys. Yes, take a spare yes. key. I was traveling and I dropped my key that fell down in the fairing of my uh, my K seventy five RT, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh. Usually, you just let things go into the abyss down in the engine, but now I was like, fuck. 
Mm. Yeah, so it's I need spare that. key. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there is only so much space on the bike, unfortunately. True. So. Sure. But, but you can be you can get creative though. Well, the the creative side is that I uh, I did purchase a salvage title uh, 2006 of this bike and I've stripped it down to sit on my friend's patio so he can FedEx it out so I can hang <laughs> nice. out for a day or two if something major breaks on it. Very cool. That's I good, need good another That's a set of vice prepared. grips and bailing wire. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly yeah. the rims, I think front rims and shocks, I think, are the main concern. Mm. Okay. Really? You know, I think it'd be like mean, the rear drive assembly too, or the pump kit anyways, That's right? true. But I mean, how many miles do you have on that thing? Um almost forty eight. Okay, I think you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, they don't take a shit to like wait no, later. I'm mainly concerned about my limited ability on the dirt. So right. I think mm. if I stacked it pretty hard. Yeah, just yeah. Be be careful to, yeah. Take it easy and yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's cool and um, certainly keep us up to date. Um, yeah, for man. sure, for sure. Yeah, you guys follow me, so you guys can yeah I think track me cool. along, and I'll send you send you video along the road. Yeah, that'd Sweet. be awesome. So speaking of keeping up to date, mm-hmm. have a bit of announcement. Um, so you're aware of Break Free, our friends at Break Free. Break Free yeah. Tech, yeah. yeah. Shout out. Um, they have their Indiegogo. And they're that. trying to get fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And they're at forty four thousand eighty nine today. Oh shit. Wow. They're almost there. That's, that's a great awesome. idea. It's almost now, that's almost ninety percent. Yeah. They're almost there. Go get it. When I was I was checking around on uh, Indiegogo and Kickstarter and other things, and actually I found I found boots with turn signals. I found <laughs> gloves with turn signals. We've seen jackets. Yeah. Um, wow. We've seen helmets, but all of them were Bluetooth. And they mm-hmm. required you um, hooking something up to your bike to send a signal to it. Right. Yeah. And this is what I like about break free is that you don't it's self signaling and you can transfer it to any yeah. helmet so right this is a brake light uh it was a tail light brake light yeah, right it's not a turn signal or indicator. it's not a turn signal yeah, yeah. but um, anytime you anytime you decelerate for regardless right. of reason it, it lights up so right. even though there's a lot of Fucking these science, other things so. like the gloves and the boots and stuff which i don't know that boots with turn signals helps that much unless you just have like a chopper without turn signals you know, because I have bikes without turn signals. I think if you have a chopper without turn signals, you but don't really give a shit about it. That you really want to have things in the line of sight up higher, right? Which I just wanted to state real quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was driving in my car this week, uh, something caught my eye in the mirror, and I looked and I noticed there was a motorcyclist behind me, and I found it interesting. Uh, it was an all black motorcycle with a, a headlight on low beam. It was not the headlight or the bike that caught my attention. It was the day glow yellow on the shoulders of his jacket that yep. actually mm. caught my eye. Was he wearing yep. a vest or was he? Uh, no, just it was a just a jacket. Um, okay. Just like those new gloves I have are our helmets. We have these high vis. Yeah, yeah, those yellow. are bright. I'm now very much a believer in the high vis yellow because that's what caught my eye. Mm-hmm. So, um, but going back to like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, it's cool that there are a lot of things out there that are working on visibility. Mm-hmm. I do believe that the Break Free is one of the best, and it looks really good. You still I have really a chance. like the design of it. Yeah, yes. and uh, you can actually find it at uh, BreakFreeTech.com. B R A K E F R E E T E C H. So, um, as I said, they're up, almost up to fifty thousand. While I was on there uh, searching for motorcycle-related items, I found something else. Do we get hookups? Kind of interesting. <laughs> um. This is called the Mo- Moto Bag. 
Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm showing? Uh, yeah, I see. Yeah. It's a little. Can you, de- ah! not, can you describe? We're I'm racing the here. shit out of those. It's like Mario Kart's for the airport. Yeah, <laughs> what it is? It is a luggage. It's a. It's luggage. It's this, a by suitcase. The way, this came Rida- up when I rideable luggage. Under. It's rideable luggage, and it's got three or four wheels, and yep. it's got a handle, and you can sit on it, and so like and you steer could, it, and you can steer it. So it's Flat like a little at cart the slash. Uh, luggage <laughs> when I, I was looking under motorcycle related items and this came up and it's a, a lady in a business suit riding her suitcase like it's a two-stroke that's are awesome. you sure that's the search you were going for yeah his motorcycle yep. and here's I the thing see, i want to see can i just say she is she is smiling she's so like, happy she's just loving be. it man this is great i want to see that that hold up to a chariot race <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Totally. I'm in. I well, like to see a gaggle of like businessmen just like all serious in their suits, just putting along, <laughs> that, like SFO or something, yeah, like yeah, whole yeah. train of them. You know. So you, you guys, would you would li- like to have one of those? You think it'd be pretty? Well, fun? it depends how fast it goes. I mean, if it'll do 30 miles an hour, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, what, what if I told you it cost 1,095? Oh, fuck you! Ooh, fuck you! Get out of here. That's that's. that's you guys, I'd rather, I'd rather you guys have a want scooter. to take a guess at how well they've been funded on Indiegogo? Oh God! Uh, at a thousand dollars and a thousand ninety-five. Twenty percent. Six hundred percent at five hundred and forty thousand dollars. What? Nice. For a drivable suitcase, dude. Wow. That means, the airlines are gonna ban the shit out of those. Right? Like, no, we don't want lead acid batteries in our fucking compartment. Uh, that means like five hundred whatever it is. Five hundred and thirty people bought one. Oh, sad. Hopefully, hopefully not made with Samsung is, S7 batteries. You know what? That's almost way too decadent. I am almost like like and hate the thing at the same time. It's like, <laughs> but how fast does it go? Though? Yeah, I you lazy fucks, know. just roll your shit like regular people. <laughs> it's cool. I want I one. Know. I totally <laughs> want one. But I'm, it's if like it, if, it's it, more... if, if it'll do thirty miles an hour through terminal. You know, A, it's just yeah. morally wrong to have one of those at an airport. I think. What but this they fucking look cool. What this is. Is, you get all fired up. You know, you know why you want it, Ma, why, why you why? want it, not? Why, why, why? This is a Built suitcase in. with handlebars. I know, right? right? Exactly. Not, if I put handlebars on a blender, you would want it. <laughs> this is true. Uh, this is true. What about true. handlebars with on, a on a hibachi? You, you basically <laughs> you got want me. It? You, you want basically it? got me. Put yeah. a handlebar on whatever the shit you're selling. How about that four yeah. foot dildo, Holmes? <laughs> Thank you very much. Who says I don't have one already? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> How fast does it go? How fast you want it, baby. <laughs> I mean, my, my question is, what isn't cooler with handlebars on it? Yeah, that's true. This is uh, oh my interesting. God. Even the mustache, oh. right? right? Mustache, but then a handlebar, that's even cooler. <laughs> Fuck your margarita? I don't know. <laughs> margarita it's handlebar. It's got to be cooler. Something to hold on to. After oh, my them. God. It's like spit. Everything's better with a mustache. So bottom line, morally wrong to own one. <laughs> But boy, do I want one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, another cool thing. Well, you know what? Let's start with <clears throat> my DMV woes. Oh, oh man. My. Yes. Yeah. But there's an upside to this story. Mm-hmm. I recently had to go to the DMV. Um, I bought a bike. I was given a bike with a suspicious status, and last year I registered a scooter with suspicious status. Oh, oh, oh my God, Mm. I remember this. So I went, I was going to go to the DMV, and I did what I do, where I circled past, and I went, oh, line is out the door. (laughs) Yeah. 
And then, that's it. That's like the DMV flyby recon. And then you go to Watsonville. Hell no. no. Then I kept driving next door to AAA. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. Brilliant. Yep. Now, a lot of people don't realize this because my own best friend was like, ah, I was stood in line at the DMV for two hours and I couldn't get in there to register my new trailer. I'm like, well, do you do you belong to AAA? She's yeah. yeah. It's like you know they have DMV services in there. I went at lunch on Friday and I was second in line. Wow! And I realized how many people don't know. Yep. Yeah. No. That AAA is DMV services for the what fifty five dollars a year or whatever. It's worth it. Totally. Just for that one time a year, maybe you have to go to the DMV. I've never waited behind more than maybe three people at most, and you know I got like freaking five bikes. So it seems like I'm always having to register something. Is that is that the free market sorting it out? I guess. Who else? Who it's else like has that service though? I mean, that'd be like, killer. Like, yeah, how come State Farm and now that shit? That's yeah. crazy. So I went in there and I had the title for the new DR350. Was able to process that, no problem. Cool. I go up there with the title for a bike that. Um, <clears throat> when I went online and tried to type it in to see how much, because I know that it's out of reg. Normally, for California DMV, you can go online and do the registration services, and it'll tell you how much is owed. Um, but it kept coming up saying transaction in process. Oh, wow. Hmm. I'm like, oh, no. So I went up. So I said, all right, I got another thing you here. You got the tip. They only give you the if tip. I give you this, <laughs> if I give you this title, can you tell me how much is owed? And she said, oh, I'm really sorry. We're not supposed to do it. I said, well, I'm <laughs> considering buying it. And, you know, I know that it was backridge, but I don't know how much, and I can't find out online. And I'll be honest, if it's like $300, that's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. So she looked it up, and then she, <laughs> she laughed. <laughs> and she goes, it's exactly $300. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. But you knew, you but what, knew, you knew going you know into what? it. What so. year was the bike, though, Laza? Mm, uh, 96 I don't know what what oh that SV yeah yeah because there is an obscure rule somewhere in the DMV code where if the bike is older than well maybe 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 if it's older than 15 years or something like that that it doesn't it's not required to pay the back reg fees because the bike is that old no, I, I I don't recall the exact. Mm, code. I, don't know I will look it up. About. I will send it to you. It, um, it's out there. Just. But just, I thought it was very nice that know. she did look yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's good. So now I know whoever gets it that. And the reason it said transaction processes because um, the last owner had started making some payments but didn't pay all of them. Oh, oh man. Okay. So wow. he paid some stuff off. But you, so, did, you did get the confidence. So it's like that, that's square. I know whoever I sell this to, I can just hand them this signed title and tell them three hundred bucks. All right, taken off the price. You're good. Three hundred bucks right now. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a, <laughs> tomorrow. But, it but wait till next year. <laughs> here's where my DMV woes come in. So uh, last year, I bought a scooter off of Craigslist that had no paperwork. I used one of my tricks to get it into the system that usually works you can't say what that trick is however it's basically it's um it's a statement you make knowing that they cannot prove anything else Mm -hmm. okay um except the dmv called me on it apparently i didn't have all the information correct Mm -hmm. they called me on my bluff so they said look you need to prove that you own this you need to get a a inspection a chp you got to do this you could do that i did all of these things Mm -hmm. um 
paid all of the back reg, paid for current reg. The DMV gave me a plate and a sticker and submitted everything and all the paperwork got sent off to Sacramento. Well, it's coming up a year and it's gonna be due again soon. Yeah. And I said, can you, if I give you the license plate number, can you <clears throat> tell me um, who's, if it's under my name or not? I want to see if they've finished. So they, they still haven't sent you a title or anything yet? They never sent me a title. Oh, she shit. says, wow. this license plate is not in the system. What? So the DMV gave me a plate with a sticker. That's not I in the submitted system? all the paperwork. What? So now I have no paperwork. I have what? nothing left. What? I submitted everything. And, it's and not... now this doesn't exist. So it went into some black oh, hole in the DMV? It, it doesn't exist. You didn't, you didn't oh, make any copies crap. of that stuff. Huh? That's karma for trying to cheat the system. Ah, <laughs> it might be, but now I'm kind of like, whoa. Like <clears> you told me to jump through these hoops and I jumped through all the hoops. Yeah. And now what? Wow. That's yeah. a DMV woe. Right. Well, they'll, they'll that is be, a DMV woe. Yeah, that's a DMV snafu. It'll just yeah. be more that's perseverance. That's my DMV woe. Yeah, that, well. mm -hmm. that, that, that probably got buried into somebody's file on somebody's desk. <laughs> so perhaps it's a good idea to take photographs of your paperwork as well? Mm. Another lesson we're sharing yeah. with everyone. Always keep wow. copies. But yeah. going back to AAA, because AAA came through for me. Uh, she was very nice and helped me with all this information. And again, no line. Mm -hmm. Go to AAA. But something else really cool, and I posted this on our Facebook page. Um, this is the second time uh, that I've seen this AAA motorcycle on the freeway. Wow. Now, I, honestly, is when I first... Is that an insurance adjuster? Or is that an insurance adjuster now, guy? this is what? a yellow Honda, I think. Is that the NTX? It looks like, yeah, it's one of those. It is bright yellow. It says... AAA on the tank. It says 800 AA help. It also says motorcycle patrol on the rear case, and hmm. it looks kind of legit. It's a it's a great. I mean, it it's a it's an idea that should have come long ago. And I think if you go to Europe and stuff, you'll see where they have medics and ambulance people yeah. riding bikes. And it's like how much? I mean, because in a bike you could throw in a battery boost, uh, some gas, some basic tools, that kind of shit, mm -hmm. and then lane split and rip to wherever it is you got to go. I mean, I'm on 17 every day commuting to work, you know, so I see my share of backups and you know some tow truck or whatever it is trying to fight their way through traffic. Yeah. Having a bike AAA service is a great idea. Oh, shit. Yeah, I saw a car flipped over at uh, heading southbound today. I see it every fucking day, man. Yeah, it's fresh. It was fresh. It was like 15 minutes in or something. Yeah. So here's the deal. So I was curious. I've never heard of a AAA motorcycle service, right? Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. And I'd seen him two two consecutive weeks. So I posted this picture and some of our listeners who... Oh, you did, actually saw this person yeah, on I the took, road? I took, oh, you took that driving. photo? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a, like a weird no. YouTube thing or uh, internet thing. Well, she's an internationally <laughs> renowned photographer for news. You know that, right? After the, the Redwood yeah. incident. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Do you have Douglas Firm. Hope you have photo credit hey, on Hey, I only had to swerve across three lanes to get this photo. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's um, going to be uh, helping people out uh, after Liza takes photos. The funny thing, though, do you want to tell the rest of the story about yeah. that dude? So I posted this on a Facebook page and some listeners who live in this area of California uh -oh. um, recognize him. And one of them said, yeah, he just helped me last week change my tire. It was funny though. He pulled up onto the wrong side of the street. So the kickstand was on the uphill side and he almost fell over. Oh. And another person said, yeah, I talked to him too. Um, apparently they have a fleet of like three or five bikes that they're trying out in this area 
Um, oh, cool. And he just learned to ride. Wow. Oh, he's great. only been riding like a month. Well, look at his look at his hands, not. So oh, yeah, I saw yeah, that. Somebody like, were people were giving him grief about not wearing gloves or whatever. So here's the thing: he's wearing um, tow truck driver overalls yeah. with a helmet, mm-hmm. no gloves, and these are overalls that split up the leg, and his leg is exposed. Wow. Get some of that right? breeze, son. Yeah, but he, if he has that 20-amp fuse you need, you don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think he was wearing like high-top high top sneakers or something. Wow. So yeah, that's basically not good. what has happened is AAA did not hire motorcycle riders. Or prepare they, their drivers to be they, motorcycle riders. They prepared tow truck drivers how to ride a motorcycle, sent them to take a class and now sent him out onto the road. <laughs> but didn't teach him about gear. <laughs> gear. I could see the ad. It's like, <laughs> do you like adventure? Gear. Do you like insurance? I told Liza I would, that, I would do that for a job. Ride around oh, yeah. on your bike all day and oh, help wow. people fix yeah, their bike. That'd be an awesome job. I'd wear a cape. So on the right. one hand, I think, I think it's really <laughs> a cape cool. would be a good idea. <laughs> I think it's really cool that AAA is doing this. Apparently this is a, yeah. a pilot program, and if it does well, it'll go to the rest of the country. I hope so, because that'll be a okay. lot of jobs totally. for motorcycle riding tow truck drivers. Yeah, but give these guys some gear, damn it. I, I think Craig <laughs> needs to call them up. With his school. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, And apparently this is an automatic, so they don't have to know how to use a clutch. Yeah. Now, you get some hard motherfuckers doing this job, This enables them to get through traffic and to get (laughs) locations for a a lot of people just need um, a charge or uh, gas or help changing a tire. Right, exactly. Um, Things that you don't need to have the the big truck for. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So yeah. I think this is really cool. I'm, yeah, it's a great idea. I'm looking forward to this more. I want to get more information, but I do feel like maybe we need to reach out and suggest to the program director mm-hmm. that they get more training and or better gear. Because uh, an experienced rider who knows how to lane split can get to a disabled motorist very quickly. Yeah. You know, and then um, Electric Terry was here and he says, you know, they should be doing this on an electric right. bike. Totally. I said, you know what? Darn tootin' because if I'm just saying if if they're looking at doing this nationwide, uh, maybe Zero needs to throw a couple bikes since the pilot program is right here. Exactly. Near Zero. And there's no shifting on an electric bike either. No Mm -hmm. shifting on an electric bike either. Exactly. Um, But yeah, so I think that's cool. So I am looking forward to that. So I think it's time to read some emails. All right. Give me that email, female. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay Sorry. pass them down so i'm gonna start one which is cool this is from andy cheatham can you get more british in a name than cheatham 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 boyer reminds me of pretty british that, that law company dewey cheatham and how <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i just wish <laughs> emma was here to read this with an english accent because you have a great English accent. Oh boy. It's like your Pakistani yeah, accent. accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your American accent, actually. Uh, he says, Welcome from sunny Droitwich Spa, mm. which is in England. Okay. It really is sunny, too, with the forecast of sweltering 19 degrees centigrade. <laughs> that's a mahusive 65 Fahr- 66 Fahrenheit. Okay, so that's enough chit-chat about the weather. I just wanted to drop you a line to say how much I enjoy listening to the podcast and tell you All a right. bit about myself. Yeah, please do. I heard about the podcast after watching Ride with Norman Reedus. Awesome. All right. Since he was on in the UK. Um, and have been enjoying it ever since. I started listening from episode one and oh. now... Oh, halfway man. at episode 90. Oh, shit, dude. While listening to the latest each week, um, 
I per, uh, while listening to the latest each week too. So oh. he's going back. Oh, and forth. okay, he's, okay, back. Okay. Going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. That's um, the way to do it. Mm-hmm. He says slightly confusing, but there you are. I particularly enjoyed the motosexual episode. <laughs> it got me thinking about why I choose to ride to work each day, often in the rain and or cold, when I could easily be in my car, all warm and cozy, listening to the podcast. That's some real motor- motosexual sh- shit right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the simple answer is that riding a bike is addictive. Every time you hear a bike engine, you turn your head. When you're out and you see a motorcycle, you want to check it out. What model is it? Is that the 900 or the 1000 spec? Suddenly he's got a California accent. When I travel away from work, <laughs> I can't ride. I can't wait to get home and take the bike out for a spin. Oh, yeah, I want to see my wife, too. <laughs> uh, uh, um, he says he blames his parents. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Here's why. Really? Yeah. His dad took the, took him to the Isle of Man TT oh, as a youngster. That'll do yeah, it. That'll do it. Man. Uh, that'll do it. Back in yeah. the Game 70s, over. on the back of his Norton Commando 850. Oh, wow. Shit. Awesome. Right. That's nice. He said uh, they, they camped in a two-man tent in a field, and the weather was wet and cold. Despite all <laughs> that, I loved it. Wow. Bike racing was awesome, and riding along the seafront at Douglas with row upon row of two-wheeled beasts was Heaven. Nice. My cool. dad had had a big accident in his early 20s. A car had hit him, uh, and he fractured his knee, pelvis, and thigh, and my mom didn't want me to ride, so it wasn't until I got married that I bought my first motorcycle, which I rode to work most days. All right. Uh, no tuition or test to take, as at the time, you could ride on learner plates if you had already passed your car test. If I knew then what I know now, a little bit scary. Yeah. Well, along came a family and priorities changed, so the bike was sold, and that was that. It happens mm-hmm. way too often. Um, except my wife got fed up with me saying, you know, I would wish I'd taken my bike test. And told me to go get it done, so here I am. Nice. Yeah, so after a brief flirtation in his 20s on a CG125, he finally came out as a motorcyclist (laughs) and got his bike test at the grand old age of 50. Good. Wow. Snap. Good. He immediately bought himself a 675 Triumph Street Triple. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, after oh, after applying the N plus one after crashing rule, it, <laughs> I also now have a Triumph Bonneville. Okay, cool. Uh, That's a good one. Okay. I have completed gentleman. my advanced rider training and just started volunteering to ride blood bikes. Oh, uh, blood bikes? What? Blood donation bikes. I'm right? thinking oh. blood donation wow. on motorcycles. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's cool. Uh, to quote the Lego movie, everything is awesome. Now, the big question. What on earth is the music you play at the beginning and end of the podcast? It's been bugging me for 89 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Don't do it. <laughs> it's breaking. It's breaking. It goes to Hollywood B-sides. Uh, the song is called Motorcycle at the Speed of Light, and the band is Flannel Cat with a K. Cool. They AKA are, Liza with a They are no Casio longer keyboard. around, and I did reach out to them at one point to see if they would like to be guests on our podcast. No reply. Mm. <laughs> no, that's okay. They all like OD'd and shit. His up the butt bike. <laughs> bad. His up the butt bike is the new Norton V4. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, cool. That's a cool one, too. Now, just a little bit more. He says, Oh, Ooh, and yeah. Lucas? Yes, Lucas. I have the perfect website for you to visit. It's a real website. It is called... Russian Brides? No. <laughs> Douchebags.com. Oh, <no. laughs> 
Uh, and on here he put. Oh, is this the Norton? That V4? is that is the V4 with the. Ooh. This entire bike is chromed. Yeah, I've Ooh. seen that particular that. one. Yeah. Yes. Wow. The newer ones. That are is carbon a fiber and beautiful shit. sport yeah. bike. Yeah. Man. All right. Who's got another email to read? Mark, you ready? Okay, here we go. Don't mess it up, man. Uh, at least I can read this one this time. Pressure's on. Um, so, hey there, misfits. <laughs> Just wanted to send you a little note to let you know I think of your podcast is great. Uh, I'm someone who's getting back into riding after a meager start and a long period of downtime. Yeah. My first bike was a 2000 Kawasaki Vulcan 800. Being my first bike, I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. And after being away for a couple of years, it sat. Life soon took over in several moves. I sold the bike, but missed riding. Cash being tight, I ended up getting a really, really good deal on a used 2008 with 600 miles on it, Honda Rebel. I know, hate all you want, but a deal is way <laughs> too good to pass up. Basically, the owner was moving out of state the next day and was desperate to sell. Overall, it's been a great bike and has allowed uh, my daughter Stella to become very excited about Stella! riding. Stella! <laughs> Why would we hate on that? Why would we hate on that? Uh, you know, Rebel's a Rebel. Uh, great. We love those bikes. She loves it when I pick her up from school on the motorcycle, and most likely we'll get it'll be her bike someday. Cool. Uh, Hand me downs. Being from Tacoma, Washington, and having it rain all but five days since the end of October, riding has been <laughs> difficult lately. I don't mind riding in some rain, but leaving the bike parked outside all day mm -hmm. uh, while at work isn't something I really want to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'm looking into stepping up to a bigger bike and struggle with the fact that I live in an old neighborhood with few garages. I have to cover for my bike, but I just don't want uh, to have a brand new bike just under the cover. Yeah. Um, can you guys give me any decent Costco ideas? Costco pop tent. Possibly, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he says it can't be any bigger than 5 by 10 Oh, okay. Um, mm -hmm. I have a feeling that it's going to mm. have to build something myself, but figured the Misfits might have a good idea. Well, uh, 5 by 10 yeah, and then he says uh, thanks to Emma and her focus on women riders in history. My little girl is super amped to get riding. Uh, you're doing an awesome service for female riders. And says PPS. I know someone does some leather work. Can't remember who. I That's do Mike. as well. And figure I would share a couple pictures with you guys. Yeah. If you guys get bored, you can check out his Facebook page at facebook.com snakebyleather. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Mike does uh, leather. And he uh, he's super into it. So yeah, really dude, he amazing. just did another like oh, the Asian one. Oh, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool with the carp. That was good. Oh my God. Yeah, he he uh, attached artist, it to that man. bike that he had today. Yeah, yeah. And then you have one from our friend Siobhan. I know Siobhan, who a uh, longtime dear friend of the podcast. So hello there, Siobhan. Uh, Naked Hi, Jim Siobhan. here reading, and hello. Siobhan has to say hello again, fellow misfits. Again, we need an Irish accent for that. Um, <laughs> Anyway, you may remember me as she was the stalker, and uh, <laughs> she's listened through all of our podcasts three times. So uh, I was wondering if you were ever stuck for a topic, you might do another version of the one of my favorite ones, episode 40, uh, where everyone was saying how motorcycles had changed, enhanced their lives. Mm -hmm. Hearing from some of the current misfits on this topic would be really interesting. Still listening to you all from over here in Ireland and still loving the shows, by the way. Safe riding, Siobhan. We love you. Thank you so much for the email. Yeah. So that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah that's like, like a whole other podcast. I'd like to revisit that topic again because it changes for people from year to year, I think. I mean, for me, anyways, or from 
period to period or whatever. But it's an evolution, right? Yeah, you're constantly you're, doing you're it. You're always evolving. And I, yeah. I'm glad that you're finally admitting you have a period. I do have periods. <laughs> I get PMS too, <laughs> baby. Yeah, we knew you I got get, PMS. I get PMS. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that. Just and throw me a cheeseburger, and I'm much better. <laughs> Jim, you have an update on something that people don't know that there that there was the first date on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not really an update we haven't talked about, but. But anyway, but it kind of plays into what we were talking about. You know, I had talked about, uh, you know, going down to BLM land and being able to just to ride out in the open country um, and all the adventures, Mark, and everything. Does everybody know what BLM land is? So I, I'll, so BLM is Bureau of Land Management. Um, like I said, a lot of listeners probably are very familiar with it. It's just open space owned by the government. Um to give you credit, you didn't mention that when you were talking about okay. it. Okay. Really. And then the sign said, welcome to, to BLM, Bureau, of so Bureau of Land Management. Um, so anyway, and around where we live, there's just not a lot of big open places to ride. You know, mm-hmm. we have Hollister Hills. We've got, you know, Metcalf and the other place, Carnegie. and uh, But that's it. Otherwise, we're driving for a while. Um, but there used to be a place called Clear Creek, which is... Um, okay, say that one more time. Clear Creek. There used to be a place called Clear Creek, um, which is down. Well, it's one of, we were just talking about it. Because the other one is a place that the guys go to have sex in the bushes. <laughs> is that true, Knock? <laughs> I think that is a yes. But no, we were, we, I, can't, I can't even respond to that. I, I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> I do not recall. <laughs> I, did not, I was so drunk that night. Actually, anyway. I used to live near a queer creek it, <laughs> in boston it was called the fens i know the fens yeah, <laughs> yes. the fens, yeah it's like with yes. the gardens and all that yes uh, <laughs> i remember there was a you um, know what's funny for a second i thought it was an actual actual geographical location like Queer it creek <laughs> as opposed to just like a name for a thing that people do no it's um it's a park near fenway park <laughs> but it's across street and it's actually wow. fen it's a park and that's where men would go have sex in the yeah. bushes and i remember like a local newscaster got busted <laughs> on a sting wow. having sex in the bushes oh mm-hmm. he got out of that's unfortunate mm-hmm. yeah. Don't yeah. do that. There was all a- right so back to clear <laughs> so back to <laughs> <laughs> so much derailment clear. tonight i know uh, anyway so back to clear creek um Hang on, I got to. <laughs> 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 Jimmy, yeah, a moment. I started thinking about that bar, like the muddy helmet, you know, like over there by the fence. <laughs> I, I think about Pee Wee right. Herman, <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Oyster Bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, that was Police, Police Academy. Academy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna attempt to regroup. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, so. Uh, so there's a place called Clear Creek, which is down um, south of Hollister, off Highway 25 near Pinnacles. So if you can imagine some of those beautiful valleys in between, um, you know, Pinnacles National Monument and Highway 5. It's uh, there's actually a ghost town out there mm. that I tried to get to mm-hmm. called New Idria. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I was on the FC6 because you know it takes a while. Anyway. Um, with all the frustration that um, that we see out of Washington, and obviously not to get political, but out of Washington, uh, California representatives Jimmy Panetta, David Valdado, Jeff Denham, and Paul Cook, keep voting for them, introduced H.R. number 1913, the Clear Creek National Recreation Area and Conservation Act. Mm-hmm. So what this bill does is it directs the Bureau of Land Management, the BLM, to reopen 63,000 acres. Yeah! 
uh, right, of the Clear Creek management area in San Benito and Fresno counties for use by off-road vehicles. So yeah. it also protects an additional 21,000 acres of open space. Th- I think from what I understand, the issue that it was closed initially was because there were as- asbestos? In the hills, there was like well, extra there was or... heavy mining that went on out there. Okay, right. so they were mining for metals. Well, definitely around New Idria. Yeah, yeah. New, yeah so you, you're familiar yeah. with it. So that could have been it. Um, yeah. But it's nice to hear. Like you, you got to like your congressman when they say things <clears throat> like, "As a Californian on the Natural Resources Committee, it's important for me to protect and preserve California's public lands for future generations." Mm-hmm. This bipartisan bill not only bolsters our area's conservation efforts, it also promotes recreation and tourism in our region," said Congressman Panetta. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned his name because that's who we need to vote for. When this bill passes, <laughs> locals and visitors will no longer be restricted from enjoying all that Clear Creek management has to offer. Yeah. So they're like, go ahead and play in a toxic waste pit. It's your life. That's what it sounds like. Just I'm don't, don't fall mean, down any holes. I think what they ought to do is just put a sign out there so there's fucking well, fucked up mining shit going well, on over here, man. Well, you might die. Oh, I'm hoping okay. that the toxic mm-hmm. areas are like, well, like you clearly fenced marked. off. Wait right. a minute. You know. John Dalton got back from Salton Sea and he was talking about being told, watch out for the pits of of Despair. rotting fish guts. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're still there. That has to be worse. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, but you know, I, I think I think <laughs> this smells pretty bad. This is one of those conservation efforts that you'll see where like um, you know, like like a, the, a wilderness club, so to speak, will partner with duck hunters, right, to conserve this land and this you mm-hmm. know this open space because they both get it, they both benefit from it. So right. you know, I think it's a way that that you can manage open space in a in a conscientious way, um, where it can you know it, it's not just yeah. locked off, but at the same time you got to respect the nature and the wildlife and and what goes on out there. For but sure. I I think you can find a balance, especially after being you know the couple of you know desert rides I've done this year. I think there is a, a, a good balance you can have where the motorcycle community can actually help, you know, with the conservation and things like that. And even yeah. when we mentioned the AMA today, I ran, I was at the flat track races. We didn't talk about this, but there mm-hmm. were some flat track races in San Jose yesterday. I went and checked out and uh, ran to some of the AMA people there. And you realize how important it is to support groups like the AMA or to support these yeah. Congress people um, because <clears throat> they're the ones that let us lane split they let us dirt bike in the woods you know and, and, and make that effort so yeah you know support the groups that lobby that make the laws that that let us do what we can do it's like it's like the surf rider foundation for surfers you know totally but, but i mean to open us. up sixty-three thousand acres within yeah. a couple hour drive of us that's a big deal i Pretty do sweet. know our friend kenny the cop uh has been working on the initiative at clear creek for years mm. yeah. it's been going for a and long time he, yeah. i don't have any of the facts straight but i know that he told me a lot of the reports that came out were actually proven to be false oh the asbestos thing yeah and he was actually speaking in front of officials and stuff with uh trying to fight this misinformation um false or inaccurate or um (laughs) i will just go out and say i i don't have any of this information correct but in my mind i like to think it was some bigger thing of like somebody didn't want the land to be used and and maybe creating some info or or exaggerating some information yeah uh something like that maybe Mm. which was then now an uphill battle to try and disprove that kind of thing but you know if a cop is going out there and speaking in front of um uh, hearings and stuff on behalf he really felt strongly about it he's a big dirt biker yeah, and it sounds like mm-hmm. it has a lot of support, so hopefully it passes, and uh, you know we'll see. But I think that'd be great. So good news, well done, government. God damn it, nice. <laughs> and then, knock. We rarely cover MotoGP racing. Uh huh. We, but you know, I don't watch it. But 
you do. I did. Uh, I was. What's San... going on? Tell me. Give me an update. Uh, second round in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were having issues initially because there's like a strike, a general federal strike there, and oh, they were yeah. having issues getting their tires and some of their equipment to the track. And oh, one of the, a couple of the racers couldn't really ride all that well because they didn't get their tires. So it's been a while since I've followed. So the, the top racers are like um, Nikki Hayden, Miguel Duhamel, Casey Stoner. <laughs> who's who's racing yeah. now? Um, the the hot young rider to look at right now is Maverick Vinales. Was okay. that the guy who led in Cutter? Yes, that was. Uh, he dominated he led, like he, until he crashed. Yeah, until he, <laughs> this I don't want to spoil it for this race particularly, but it is that started at his yeah, real name or his call name. Maverick Vinales. That's his oh, real name. That is so yeah, hot. it's his real <laughs> um, his uh, his test bike over the the break was actually painted like a Top Gun jet. Oh, it's pretty cool. You should check it out. Cool. It's pretty cool. Anyways, but uh, yeah, um, let's just say... Uh, It'd be even cooler if he was riding a Ninja 900. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kawasaki, Kawasaki would be nice. It'd be nice to get back into MotoGP, but they're not in there. So, But it was a good race. Uh, it was not as exciting as the one in Qatar. A uh, lot of crashes. A lot mm. of crashes. Yeah. And the track conditions weren't all that great, but uh, what was causing the crash- crashes? Was it the weather, or um, it was a combination of the weather? The track is kind of rough because they don't. The track is out in the middle of nowhere, and it's mm. world class, but there aren't many people using that on the weekdays. So the rubber and the dirt and debris accumulates, and it don't get really get picked up or swept off hmm. from the tracks or wow. from the cars. But yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of the crashes are like front end crashes and 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 people losing the front ends of their bikes, like breaking coming into turns. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And and uh, off the racing line by like a foot or something. Wow. Right. I, I blame Pirelli. And, well, no, it's Michelin. <laughs> Michelin, I blame Michelin. Yeah. Wow. But I, it, I but can't argue with that. The MotoGP <laughs> GP stuff is fun, and we don't talk about it a lot. And it's and it's not easy. They don't make it easy to watch. No, they don't, which is unfortunate. Which is I, I, mean, t- I like I watch it, but I have to uh, wait for it to play, and I watch it afterwards. Um, but it's it's awesome to see what the yeah, machines are capable of and what how these guys ride it. It's 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 nuts because like MotoGP is huge everywhere in the world fucking everywhere it's just like it's just Huge. not as big here for some reason it's right. not the culture kind of like in soccer? america yeah exactly it's right. basically like soccer <laughs> you know and and like what kevin was saying when we had him on the podcast was, was like everywhere you go it's like a super bowl yeah you know, they, the they do go ape shit though they totally go nuts yeah, yeah. like the rossi fans they, oh yeah <laughs> it's like they do go pretty crazy but yeah so check out moto gp you might be able to get it on uh youtube or or maybe some of the speed channels and you might get a condensed version of it and but it's it's, it's still cool it's, it's worth, worth it, watching it's worth yeah. watching totally. yeah i mean just it's just cool watching the best people do the thing that you like you know yeah it's, oh yeah 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 well you know we're gonna see some racing this july yeah when we are down at AMA Vintage Days in Ohio. Yeah. 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 I'm getting psyched, and I just found out another misfit is going to be going. Ooh. I'm not going to say who it is until <sighs> tickets are bought. <laughs> mm. yeah. But, um, yeah, I think we might potentially have a bunch of misfits and a he's bunch. A, he's a dangerous yeah. addition. <laughs> I will say that. He is a dangerous I, addition. I so wish I could go. Yeah. I've already yeah. made plans. You guys are going to get fucked up. 
Yeah. Knock, you fun. really need to come because Jim is afraid he's going to do stupid things. You should me do Li- stupid things, Jim. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit over there. Me and Liza have already established a safe word. <laughs> do, the, do some stupid shit. No, I, I, the, I, safe, no. the safe word is don't stop. Oh, God. Faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Knock, what's your safe word? It's like the gong. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you stick with Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> That's what it's all. It's, that's what it's gonna sound like. You know, I'm just saying. I'm saying the word. But great. I'm I'm super looking forward to, to seeing Phil and the uh, the Cleveland Moto crew. That's gonna be a great yeah, time. Nice. And lots of cool racing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna race that piece of luggage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luggage traces, man. That good. <laughs> I light it on fire and shit. <laughs> Rewire it. Oh. You can see those fucking casters just wobbling around. <laughs> you know, we could build our own. You totally this could. Is true. Oh, like, a, like a Briggs and Stratton little five horsepower technology. Oh, I'm thinking we need to make it a Vespa two stroke. No, 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 no. What we need to get? We need to get a zero motor, right? Oh, oh perfect. Yeah. And yeah. some laptop batteries, and just put it in the bottom of the suitcase. And, and then you can fit some... three pairs of socks in their suitcase. Fuck that. No, get... no, no. no it doesn't have to really be big. Good. I mean, you're only going a little Dude. ways in the airport. Dude, get right? Luke Workman's death bike. <laughs> but you get a good motor that can do thirty miles an hour. Or more Luke working have fun with it, right? <laughs> That'd be Dude, fun. right? We yeah. have to do this. You know, thirty miles an hour yeah. that close to the ground is actually kind of terrifying. Oh, absolutely. That's the, that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, because I saw you getting drunk on a milk crate last year. <laughs> we were only going like five. I was like, "Fuck, God damn, dude, this is scary. I'm gonna die." <laughs> yeah, I think it was the gravel on the ground. That was yeah. That's, that's no, yeah. It's like a falling into a bag of glass. <laughs> Again, <Pretty much>. yeah. <laughs> Oh my! Word. I'm stoked for AMA though, and we've <laughs> yeah. also got Laguna Seca racing coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got a World lot of things bike, coming yeah. up. Yeah, mm. Sacramento Mile I think is coming up too. Dude, this summer's it's looking out to be motor motorific. Well, I hope the rest of the country is thawed. I mean, <clears throat> I don't have high hopes considering we just had a snowstorm. Yeah, drove yeah. a blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Usually, you get our weather about three or four days later. Yeah. But, you know, hang in there. It is almost spring. I know a lot of people listen to our podcast just to live vicariously through us as they are holding Uh, for the winter. Makes them feel better about their own lives. They're like, oh, I thought I had it tough. Those guys are idiots. (laughs) (laughs) But spring is coming, coming. And, you know, it's a perfect opportunity for people to email us and let us know. Yeah, man. About the bikes they're riding, the bikes they're buying, the bikes they're lusting after. Yeah, if you're not in like California or or Oregon or where there's you know year round riding, uh, write about your the riding culture over there and what it's like, and if it's you know mostly metric cruisers or whatever, whatever. Uh, we love hearing about that stuff. I I you know in talking about the because we haven't done a bunch of hooligan stuff lately. We're kind of due for some shenanigans. Oh, God. But I would be curious to hear yeah. people that do a lot of the adventure riding or live out in the great outdoors. What are some of the fun stuff you do when you go with your buddies out yeah, totally. out to the woods or to the desert for a few days? What are some of the fun games you play? Like you know, like like we're me and Shay were doing stuff like lighting the desert, or like pouring gas, lighting it on fire, and doing donuts <laughs> through it. But I'm sure that I'm sure people that do it a lot have all sorts of silly games they play and yeah. fun racing and stuff. So speaking of silly games, you know, Knock, it's been a long time since I pulled a good prank. Yeah, I, I pulled one out of the old box today. On whom? That was old school too. 
Uh, Jim saw it happening because I heard him start whispering and pulling people's side. Shit, look, there look, you go. Liza's up something. Liza's up something. <laughs> I thought it was just Jake. I'm all Jake. <laughs> look at Liza. Goddamn bullshit. Well, I walked in and I'm like, you and you and Emma were so fucking guilty the way you were talking to each other. <laughs> I'm like, this says yeah, anyway. This is one of the old nuggets where if you have a Bluetooth phone and you have one of those little Bluetooth speakers. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I planted that Bluetooth speaker on John Dalton's bike because he's so proud that <laughs> that Virago that he spent a year getting running and he just rode it down to Southern California and back. Well yes. done. Even though he has a BMW. Mm. He took the Virago? He took shit. the Virago. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Right? He's very proud. He brought it and he was just kind of working on some yeah, stuff and be. tuning it up. So I slid that thing up <laughs> underneath his seat <clears throat> and I had Emma go up and say, John Dalton, dear, how's the bike running? He's like, oh, yeah, it's been running good. Really? And she goes to hit the starter button. And I had Googled <laughs> horrible sounds. <laughs> and what came up was a, a YouTube video of somebody grinding metal. Oh, jeez. So I am about Shit. 20 feet away, not even looking. But every time she would hit the starter button, I'd hit the play button. And go, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it slowly but surely attracted a crowd. Wow. Everybody was like, what the, what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> like, Holy why, shit. You're why, fucked, dude. Why does oh it sound God. so low fidelity? <laughs> What's going on over here? What's going on with my bike? But you literally had like six people just kind of start to be like, oh, John, you're oh, fucked. fucked. <laughs> that's, what did that's you do great. to your bike, John? That's and great. Poor John. <laughs> I was in a little bit of a mood. <laughs> I, I also... <laughs> um, that was totally before you it. yelled at the crying girl. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor um, Aristide on his bike that he had found out he had to get the engine rebuilt. Um, somebody was looking at the tires on his bike. Oh, John Dalton was, in fact. And he says, hey, uh, how old are these tires? And he looks at him and he goes, oh, these are from 08, dude. <laughs> oh, 08. Um, you probably need to get these repaired place eventually yeah. i'm like you know or you just wait when they're t- once they're 20 years old they get harder and they w- it takes a lot longer to wear out You'll be good. <laughs> it was sandpaper seasoned but the, he's a young kid so i said no, no no you don't have to get new tires because they looked new they mm-hmm. were just old i said they weren't dry rotted here's what you do as long as you have a good uh water heater at your house you just want to put them into the washing machine you'll find they fit into the washing machine perfect and you want to set it to high heat and just turn your washing machine <laughs> oh, on and it'll actually heat the tires up and cycle the rubber and and make it replenish it now what? i i knew i knew well that this kid would pay attention to me and because he he, he thinks I'm a knowledgeable source. He doesn't know any better. Surprise. You're undermining it your was, own authority, Liza. It was the, the other mood. four people standing around astutely listening and going, oh, really? And I, uh, <laughs> Tell and them I, to use I, fabric softener, too. And I, sh- I, I, shake, I shake my head and I said, look, I knew this idiot wouldn't know better, but all you idiots should have known better. <laughs> you should tell them to just rub lotion on it. Right? <laughs> like actual lotion, just like massage lotion into the tire sidewalls. But you're going to want to use an SPF 90. Right, you don't want to get right. the, the tread and let the lotion work itself you know, towards it, the tread. It puts the lotion on the sidewalls. Right, exactly. I actually recommend you take it to Corbin because the seat makers there are very good at massaging things in. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yes. The guys yes. at Corbin, they would shank you there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think get out of my we, shop. We, we, <laughs> I love Chingasso. I think we've suffered the fools. Yeah. Oh my! So this is a lively show. Thank you for listening. <laughs> hey, also, oh, you know what? Um, 
we got a bunch of new subscribers on Patreon. So hey. I wanted to say thank you to thank everybody. You guys. Awesome. Thank you very much. That we keep doing awesome. it because we love you. No, it's totally worth it. Yeah. We appreciate it. It's worth it because um, even though we, we don't make that much money yet, but still, I took what money we had and... Um, Get a bag of kitty litter? Helped to pay. I bought some new recording equipment for when we're out in the field. We can do better oh, nice. recording out in the field. Oh, you get a secondary secondary? Um, it's a six-channel oh, no recorder. And, and it was Ooh. actually more than seven ninety-five. That's seven dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so I'm using that money no. to upgrade yeah. things, to get better equipment. Yeah, we're not using we on hookers well, and blow. It's, no. We don't get that kind of money around here. Well, what, what was cool? <laughs> we went to the Handsome Asians, and and they've got you know their their stuff dialed in. They got their tech dialed in, and I pointed up at this contraption up on the ceiling that lies, and I said, "Oh, I bet you're jealous of whatever that thing is." <laughs> and like, that's what I just ordered. She's like, I just got one. I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, no, but just as a reminder, for as little as a dollar a month, you're going to get access to our special episodes. We have the first one up there, um, which people have been listening to at school, and I'm going to drop another one this week. For a dollar a month, you can fit a feed a misfit. You can feed a misfit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a cost of a cup of coffee. Well, yeah, it does kind of help you feed Bosley. Feed yeah. Yeah, quarter of a um, at a time. Yeah. Yeah, so go to patreon but really all you have to do is, is go to motorcycles and misfits find the link to patreon there also we finally updated uh the link to zazzle so you can go find our t-shirts there yeah. yes and as we explained last week bex figured out you can customize it and then bagel said hey one of the shirts i like the design but i can't get it in the style of shirt i want i said no problem i can do that so awesome. so if there's something that you see that you like on Zazzle, but you want it on a different shirt or a different color and it doesn't seem that it's available, let me know. I can make it available. Sweet. Could you like a coffee cup? I could. <laughs> I yeah. could. And, a heads, and a heads up, too. Uh, I found that if you just go onto Zazzle and you haven't signed in or guaranteed that you're above 18, you don't get to see Jim's shirt. Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's, <laughs> right. That's right. Exactly. Yes, That's unfortunate. Under 18 people. You have to remove Sorry, parental kids. controls to you see. You do. <laughs> Might not see Emma's shirt either. I don't know. No, you can. Yeah. Oh, you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah cool. you can. <laughs> so yeah. So go to motorcyclesandmisfits.com, and nobody's left us a message in a long time. Yeah, man. Give us a call. Yeah. We need a Harley guy to well, rant, rip on us. What's for a what's bit. the phone number? Yeah, just just for shits and giggles. That phone number is eight three one two nine one. Five one one two. So go on there. Somebody give us a message. I love an intro. If somebody yeah. wants to leave an intro. That would be rad. Yeah, we like you guys to participate with us. Yeah, or give know. us some updates. What you're doing? Where yeah, you're totally. riding? I would. I would love for Siobhan to send us an update. Yeah. Oh yes. Are we calling out Siobhan right now? Uh, we're calling out Siobhan. Siobhan. <laughs> Emails are cheap, but voice messages are legit. Give us an intro. Hey there. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. You're on your own. I'll let you <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she's listened to enough podcasts you listen to that like, she knows yeah, by yeah, now. Nine, nine to, she, yeah. Hello. Like 2,700 podcasts. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. Cool. So, <laughs> that, was per- that was an awesome one. <laughs> oh, you're not, doing British accents from now on. That was perfect. That was, that was yeah. a, she's Irish. She's but Irish. <laughs> <laughs> that was as good as Lysa's Pakistani <laughs> accent. Downhill quick. Motorcycles and Misfits. Hey, is Moyne still the BM the, the motocross champion of Pakistan? <laughs> Good question. Good when, question. When do they race again? When's he gonna come uh, back, man? July. 
July, cool. Yeah, he will be here. Excellent. All right, so let's wrap yeah, let's up. Let's get out of here, man. Thank you, yeah. everyone, for listening and for subscribing. Yeah, we thanks, appreciate guys. it. And for emailing and... And for putting up with us. <laughs> Especially Bagel. <laughs> <Yes>. And <laughs> Especially thank you, Mark, me. for dropping in again. Hey, anytime. Yeah, thanks. It's cool. Anytime. Yeah, keep us up on your adventures. I will, for sure. Only when you crash. Ah, That's really all That'll be a daily know. update then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on that note, this is Liza. Yeah, this is Knock. Naked Jim. Bagel. Mark. Bex out. And let's get out of here. We cool. out. Cool, cool. cool.